devil on my shoulder shot the angel down the black wolf with the bloodshot eyes stole the wild wolf's howl the furnace in my soul can't burn up to save callous towns keep on looking cold but darkness finds a way What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of AEW. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have another miracle in our midst because, ladies and gentlemen, he is back. He is here for the AEW recap. He has shown up to work. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only, Gator Ricky Ross. Since you been gone, I can do whatever I want. Since you been gone, 
since you've been gone. Yes, since you've been gone, man. So it's glad to see Mr. you back, Gator. Mr. Boogie, really, it ain't been a good week. It ain't been a good week? No. Wh why not? Well, I was dating an emo girl. Oh, God. Yeah, she broke up with me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Yeah, she was flat-chested, though. Do you know what a, what what an emo girl that's flat-chested is called? No, what do they call her? A cutting board. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's been a bad week. Oh, God. It's so dark. It is not that dark, okay? It can swim. <laughs> Jesus. It's just been a bad week, Mr. Boudrelli. And then my dog, he got in some shit. He ate some Scrabble tiles. Okay. I had to take him to the vet. Okay. No word yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I got in a fight with my mother. Oh. No, Charlene. Yeah, what she couldn't find the, she couldn't find the irony in calling me a son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, I don't think Charlene's that smart. She probably wouldn't catch that. Yeah. Then I went over to my neighbors okay. and we were watching out of the window. We saw six men kicking and punching his mother-in-law. So I asked him. I said, "Are you gonna help her?" And he said, "No, six should be enough." Damn. Oh man, this ain't good. Yeah, this has not been a good week, Mr. Bujarelli. It's not been a good week. It's not been a good week then my dad sent me to a psychiatrist okay yeah you know for wearing his bra again wow i have no words that is that is weird that you're the one who needs the therapy yeah and then i was watching the news and you know the news is fucked up mr bougirelli there's nothing good on the news no there isn't yeah did you hear about the guy who who died of a viagra overdose no i didn't hear that story they couldn't close his casket Ah. Damn. It's just been a bad week. And then I and then I met another girl and I made her my girlfriend. Okay. And she came out of the shower and said, I shaved my pussy. You know what that means? And I said, Yeah, you clogged the drain again. <laughs> Damn. So the wolf monkey clogged the drain? Yeah. I just haven't had a good week. Yeah. But hopefully it'll get better. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's been going on. All right. Well, my uh, life sucks and I will die. I'm sorry to hear that, Gator. Hopefully, it's like not, I said, hopefully things will get better. Good. The only thing, the only thing that is good is the sweet release of death. Yes. I'm just staring into the empty void. Yes. With nothing but creepy blue stars. And anyway. <laughs> That's all is full of that creepy ass blue stars that are uncomfortable as fuck. And um, speaking of uncomfortable as fuck, we're about to get into uh, the recap of AEW. But of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we do that, obviously, we got to hit the highlights um, of Collision. This will be a brief one. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I was working. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, you know, and uh, it happened to be in Regina, which is kind of funny. And of course, uh, in Collision, we saw, you know, CM Punk uh, cutting a great promo, great babyface promo in front of the fans, basically talking about the fact that uh, it has been 18 years since he's been in the ring with Samoa Joe. And it's also, and this is something that's interesting that I never knew, apparently in a one-on-one -on -one match, CM Punk has never beaten Samoa Joe in all the 18 years. I mean, all the time that they've wrestled each other. Samoa Joe has always gotten the upper hand. That was interesting news. I did not know that. Not in Ring of Honor, not in TNA, never knew that so that was some good information to bring up and of course punk also talks about powerhouse hobbs and ricky starks and the fact that he'll be facing one of them in the finals should he defeat samoa joe so hell of a great promo from them then of course ricky starks takes on powerhouse hobbs and um these guys had a great match that was great up until the finish where uh qt marshall uh tried to distract the referee but then hobbs hit a spine buster goes for the cover and the ref is still 
distracted because QT didn't have enough common sense to get the fuck down off the apron. And you're literally watching Hobbs yelling at him a hundred times, get down, get down, get down, and QT won't get down. Then all of a sudden he turns around, Ricky hits him with a spear, gets the one, two, three. Now, obviously I'm glad Ricky Starks got the win because he deserved it, but this is another one of those examples of uh, stupid shit in wrestling. Like, look, I get it, you want to distract the referee to help your guy, but common sense would fucking tell you when your guy hits a big move, get the fuck off the apron. Why are you still talking? I don't know, Gator, you're a manager, you've done distractions. Doesn't that make logical sense to you? You would think. You would think. You would think. Like, how many times your guy to tell you, get the fuck down off the apron, I just hit this guy. What the fuck are you still up here talking? And then eventually Hobbs shoves QT, gets the fuck out of the way, and leaves. Then, then we just, then we skip ahead, skip ahead, blah, blah, blah. Julia Hart does this squash match against this random jobber girl. Um, not gonna lie, Julia Hart looked good in this match. Like, I thought that, um, you know, obviously we ne we don't see much of Julia Hart wrestling. I haven't seen, I can't remember the last time I saw her actually compete. I've never seen her wrestle. I've seen her in a ring, but I've never seen her wrestle. I've seen her in, re in wrestling matches, but that wasn't wrestling. She did have a wardrobe malfunction one time, and I saw her pussy. So that was yes. cool. And that she, was on the TV one time. She did number 17, the Spread Eagle. Yes, she was winning, but she was making noises like she was losing. And then, of course, you move on to the <laughs> World Tag Team Championship match. Uh, or it's an eliminator match where basically FTR oh took... God. We see FTR taking on uh, Jay White and Juice Robinson. Um, this is the one on one of those matches that it was phenomenal until the finish. And then, of course, in the end, uh, Bullet Club Gold wins the match, so it looks like they're going to get a shot at the AEW World Tag Team titles. And the reason I say the finish sucks is because here's the thing. Everybody knows how I feel about FTR. Jay White, I'm kind of 50-50. On a good day, I like him. On a bad day, I don't. Juice Robinson should die. Yes. What the fuck is he doing in a ring? Seriously. Who I thought it was a brilliant idea to hire this motherfucker. Whose idea was it? Yeah. You know, he's part of the trampoline kids. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know why I hate him, Gator. Why do you hate him? Because he's a trampoline kid. He's not a wrestler. He's 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 a gimmick. You can tell there's a gimmick there, but that's about it. He's not a wrestler. Exactly. I mean, it's just a gimmick. I mean, and, and the gimmick is so stupid. I mean, it's ridiculously dumb. You are so dumb. Yes. It's There's nothing there that, first off, I'm not calling a man another man rock hard either no i'm not that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life and then of course scorpio sky took on action andretti he got the win scorpio sky looked fantastic because we hadn't seen him in a ring in a long time so he was able to get and he was able to get a good match with action andretti you know and the right person won because let's be it honest probably a spot fist. It, it, to a degree it was um yep but scorpio sky still looked good um because you know he's one of those spot guys but he can somewhat control it and then of course the main event cm punk's Samoa Joe tore the fucking house down like they always do. Uh, well, we knew that was going to happen. And I love how in the end, Punk basically does, counters the Kokia clutch with a roll-up and gets the one, two, three. Punk finally beats Samoa Joe, and now he's advancing to the finals of the Owen Hart Cup tournament. So it'll be Punk and Ricky Starks to decide who wins the Owen Hart Cup. Okay, now that could be interesting. Yeah. That could be interesting. I... Ricky has proven in the past that he's good with guys like Punk that know what they're doing. So it could be, it could be decent. It could be decent. Yes, I totally agree. That could definitely be. I see that being a match that is gonna be. It'll probably have a certain level of respect to it too, which will be nice. Yes, it, you know, so it'll be. It should be good. It should be very good. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to it actually. Yes, because I'm not working Saturday, so I'm actually gonna get to watch it. <laughs> 
Yes, absolutely. And well, I'm working. I'm working early. I'm working a festival Saturday, so I'm, oh, I'll really? be home by eight o'clock. Yeah, I'll be home by eight o'clock. Anyway, cool. That sounds awesome. Yes, man. the North Carolina Potato Festival. <laughs> sounds like that would be in Idaho or Iowa. Fuck you. <laughs> It's the Potato Festival. Potato Festival. I see. Yes, yes, yes. And somebody's getting a potato in the face. <laughs> you have not lived until you've hit a man with a russet potato. No, uh, but I, I'm sure you've been hit with a lot of rusted potatoes. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I said russet. You said rusted. Whatever the fucking word is. Russet potato. It is a type of potato. Well, I didn't know that. I'm not that much of a potato expert. I know you didn't know that because the only fucking potato you've ever had is fucking potato chips, you late bastard. Hey, don't knock, don't knock those chips. They're delicious. No fucking Doritos. I ain't no fucking Doritos. Goddamn corn chips. Yeah, I never ate those. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. Yes, we're gonna move on to dynamite. Oh wait, somebody, somebody here wants to say something. Look, dude, I ain't got time for this. You really want to come in here and do this, dude? I'm telling you. Uh, all right, fine. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. Boys live in Peoria. Girls live in Regina. Didn't you do this bit last time? <laughs> Do we really need to hear this again? Out of the mouth of children. Yes. All right. Out of the mouth, out of mouth of, out of the mouth of children. Yes. At least he comes knows the law. Yes. At least he knows the basics. That's important. I wish he. I, well, hell, Dax. Dax knew the basics. He he knew he knew. Uh, what's her face was a man. <laughs> Still one of the best moments I've ever had watching wrestling. I don't understand why y'all didn't just tell him. But anyway, it, it, hey, it wasn't your call. I wasn't know my it wasn't decision your call. to make. That's I would have done it. We, I would have done it. Fuck Desmond. I would have <laughs> done it. That we, I, we, we laughed and we looked at each other. I knew what I wanted to say, but I'm like, all right, well, you're the dad, so where are we going with this? He Fuck gave Desmond, the answer. I, done it. I even told him afterwards, are we sure we're sticking with that answer? He goes, we're sticking with that answer. All right. No, no, no. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move on here to AEW Dynamite. We are still in the heart of Canada. I believe it's uh, Saskatoon. Tune, I guess. Why does that sound like something a cowboy spits his spits his fucking chew in? I I don't know. Canada says they do a bunch of weird fucking shit up there. Doesn't um, it though? It does. Um, and we kick things off with our first official match of the evening. We have Chris Jericho versus Commander with Alex Abrahantes. And this, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you. <laughs> What? Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to go? No, no, no. I was just saying thank you. Oh. Thank you for allowing me to be the AEW correspondent. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So this, this ladies and gentlemen, um, was basically Chris Jericho getting an overrated luchador to calm the fuck down is the best way I can describe this fucking match. And Seriously? that's basically what you saw here. You know, Commander doing the same stupid shit he always does. The head scissors, oh. the hurricanrana, the, you know, all his high-flying luchador style moves that look absolutely phony as shit and literally like the stuff he does oh i'm gonna high i'm gonna walk across the ropes like a high wire and do a shooting star press because that makes sense and basically just every goofy bit of shit this guy does and by the way if you if you saw commander for the first time this is the one where i wanted to strangle everyone on twitter like if you watch this is the guy that everybody thinks is better than the undertaker if you've watched this fucking match or go on fucking youtube that's basically the guy they're referring to and it made me want to 
strangle the entire Twitterverse because if this is what qualifies for great wrestling, I am not. I am in the wrong business. Wrestling. Yes. And then, of course, after that, Don Callis comes to the ring and he says, the world is buzzing about the two of them potentially working together. Callis and looks he, back. And he was booed? Very much so. Uh, Savage. Yes. Callis looks yes. back on their history together and plays a clip of them when they were younger. Uh, Jericho knows that he remembers that time and he makes fun of Callis okay, for losing his hair. At the picture of the, I'm looking at the picture of the clip. Okay. Don Callis had hair. Yes. 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 And he, he, um, he, unlike Vinny Bucci, he actually used to look good with hair. Fuck you. Not wrong. Yes, you are. I had amazing hair. No, you didn't. I'm yes, looking at the, the picture. Fuck I did. I had amazing hair. Fuck you didn't. Not insult my hair. It's unchristian. So uh, you didn't have good hair. Desmond didn't have good hair. We both had good hair. You're being unchristian. So no, 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 you didn't. That's why you shaved it. You both look like a thumb. Anyway, go ahead. Fuck you. Um, he remembers their mentor, Bad News Allen, uh, telling them to stay together. Because because that's because that's the guy that we want to quote. <laughs> yeah. Callis says Bad. Bad News must be looking down from heaven with a smile on his face as he would be happy to see them working together. I'm afraid, I'm afraid I have some bad news. <laughs> okay. He's not in heaven. Okay. Um, you know why he's not in heaven? Um, let's, okay, What? why? Why is that? He's a Muslim. He's in hell. Okay. Um, but he said that he, has, he, he would be happy to see them working together. Callus Lee's and Jericho clearly has a lot to think about. Oh my God, I just realized something. What's that? That's a black guy in the river sticks. Um, I I guess. He can't swim. Yeah. Well, and apparently he died of a heart attack in 2007, uh, two days after my birthday, at the age of 63. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, so Bad News Allen was in New Japan, which I think is where the where they uh, worked with him. It was either that or Stampede Wrestling. Um, that was ECW, but anyway. Oh, that was ECW, that picture? That footage? That's what it, that's what it looked like. Oh. Might have was... been Stampede. Might have been Stampede, but it looked like it was yeah. ECW. And then he was in the Worldwide Wrestling Federation with Vince Sr. Then he came back to WWE in 1988, stayed to the 90, and then... Wasn't he Bad News Brown in the WWE? Huh? Was he Bad News Brown? Am I thinking of the same guy, Bad News Brown, was also Bad News Allen? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't... Yes. No, he was Bad News Brown in WWE, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I checked. He was Bad News Brown, and then basically he was there until, you know, until about 1990, and then I think he worked the Indies until 99, or went to Japan. Well, he was never a good wrestler. He was never a good wrestler. So apparently, I guess, Dumb Don and Jericho were in a faction with him. Yes, they were in a faction with him, and he was also a guy who mentored them and taught them a lot about the business. And then also, they apparently Callis said, "And we're just hearing about this now because." Because Callis and Jericho are finally working together. And my guess is in WWE, they didn't want to mention Bad News Brown. That's my guess. So. Okay. But apparently Callus wants to use this as a catalyst to convince Jericho to join the Don Callus family. And Jericho's you know, a, a, a stable that we only think has one member. Uh yes. So far, as far as I know, it has Takeshna. Um I don't know who else is in it. I don't think the Blackpool Combat Club are in it. Um are they but they're okay, so but Takeshka's a member of the Blackpool Combat Club, but he's not a, and a member of the Don Callis family but he's not a member of but the the Blackpool Combat Club is not a member of the Don Callis family? Well I don't think Takesha is in the Blackpool Combat Club. I think he's with Don Callis. But they're, they're saying he is later in the show. 
Well, if that's the case, then there's some confusion because I don't think Don Callis is with the Blackpool See, Combat Club. I have no clue who's in what faction anymore because it's they're all the fucking same. Yes. Well, I think it's like I think Don Callis is having a business working relationship with the Blackpool Combat Club to take down the elite, I think is the plan. So I don't we'll think that, we'll get to that later. Yes. But yeah, I think Takesha is with Don Callis and I think that Jericho would be with Don because that's and his, Takesha. Because that's his is his is Japanese son? Yes. Um I'm sorry, I'm sorry I said that wrong. That's his Japanese rising son? Yes, pretty much. Um pretty much. That about sums that up. <laughs> so Jericho has a lot to think about. And on that note, we cut to the backstage area with uh Jack Perry, who refuses to get out of his car as he says it's an unsafe work environment. It is unsafe. Uh Hook it's sun- a very unsafe working environment. I saw Nick Wayne. <laughs> We'll get to that later. Uh, Hook shows up and attacks Perry, but he escapes. Now, all right, this is dumb as fuck, and I'm going to tell you why. So he took a guy out the back door? It was more like the side door, but okay. I'm looking... I'm, I'm looking at the I'm, I'm looking at it currently. Go ahead. Yeah. So basic. Here's my issue with this whole thing. First of all, am I the only one that finds it weird that the heel wants to settle things in the ring and not the baby face? I don't wrestling. Does this make sense to anybody else? Wrestling. This this is what happens when you work for a booker that doesn't, doesn't understand heel and baby face. People forget there are rules. You have to follow if you're going to be a babyface and you're going to be a heel. Literally, they've swapped fucking roles. The heel should be wanting to kill the babyface in the parking lot. The babyface is supposed to be like, hey, let's settle this in the ring. Gator, am I right or wrong? You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Now, that's the first thing that was fucking dumb. Let's may, I, may, 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 may I? Go, go ahead, go ahead. Wrestling! Now we're going to get to... to the, the second dumbest thing that happened here. Can okay. I ask a dumb question? Can I ask a dumb question? Why not? That's the question. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Ask. No, no, that's the question. Why? 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 <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. This. I don't know. This This makes no sense. But here was even dumber. This is the dumber part. Is Jack Perry's in the car. He's in the car. Hook, apparently, is also <laughs> in the car. Because he appeared out of nowhere. Because apparently, opening a door doesn't make a sound. Yes, apparently that's one. But also, Jack Perry turns around. He also didn't hear the guy get drug out. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I didn't even catch those things. So Gator's bringing up another thing. But here's what I'm saying. Yes, ja- but if you're if you're that paranoid about a guy in an unsafe work environment, then how did you not hear the guy get drug out or the door open? Yeah, but not only that. That's not even including what Gator just said. Because I know logic. Yes, Jack Perry turns around while he inside the car, realizes yep. that Hook is in the car. Because he heard the noise. He heard something. He turned around and he sees Hook inside the car. And he says, oh shit. And then he goes to the door. He goes, damn child lock. Reaches his hand over, opens the door. Gets Wait out a minute, of, what? He says, damn child lock. Opens the car door. Gets out of the car. Shuts the door. The moment he shuts the door, Hook grabs him by the hair. Now, here's here's my question. Oh my God. He actually, he actually reaches out to open the door because it's got child lock. Yes, which was funny. I like that part. I don't think that was intentional. Whatever. All I'm going to say is this. Why is Hook waiting for Jack Perry to open a car door before he grabs him? You're already in the motherfucking car. There should be some kind of scuffle.
scuffle. Pull him in. They fight in the car a little bit. Jack Perry gets the upper hand, shoves him away, somehow opens the door, gets the fuck out, closes. None of that happened. Hook waited for Jack Perry to get out of the fucking car. When your whole purpose of getting in the car was to beat his ass. What kind of retarded shit is this? May I? Yes. Wrestling. Do people not think before they plan shit? Vinny. What? You're asking if Booker of the Year, Tony Khan, thought before he planned anything. Well, yeah, I mean, he's Booker of the Year, isn't he? Yeah, but that's because weed's legal in California. Yeah, and Meltzer smoked too much of it. Or at least, or at least well, that's that's Uncle Dave for you, but... Oh, I swear to God, I, I'm going to say something real quick. I'm going to take a little side note here. Side note. Um, If you guys are familiar with a gentleman named Chris Van Vliet, you should be, if you're listening to this. I oh, beg of you, from the bottom of my heart watch his reels or watch the full interview that he does with dave fucking Meltzer, and you realize how fucking stupid this guy is yeah chris asks him the questions and then you can watch dave just mentally fucking break down like <laughs> he tries to get dave to justify and how wwe matches <laughs> certain matches never got five star ratings he would give them four and a quarter stars or some shit he can't do it and he can't do it like we all know we all know who really came up with the you know where the original star system came from right i i know corny said it once but i don't remember it came from weasel dooley him and cornet were the ones that came up with it yeah and the first five star match was only given five stars because it was shit they never saw before exactly but this is a guy who in aw he doles out five star ratings like it's free candy meanwhile well, it, it is it is to the trampoline children <laughs> but but yet kurt angle kurt angle professional wrestling's first ever olympic gold medals i'd say only but once gable stevenson comes in he'll be the second so kurt angle an olympic gold medalist a real olympic gold medalist yes it was his gimmick but real gold medalist in freestyle wrestling With gets it in WWE. one of the all-time greatest in-ring competitors to ever step foot in a ring yes great promo wouldn't put him in the top 10 but he was good enough he was good he was good has never in his whole illustrious career gotten a five-star rating from uncle dave which is bullshit he's never given kurt angle a five-star rating well, well you know you do know why he gives the trampoline children one right oh of course i know because he because they he thinks they're his friends well also because they they feed him they leak information to him and he's he wants... not even it's not even correct information oh we know we because, know because last week he was saying that cm punk was going to be the fifth man for the blackpool combat club well yeah and just like everything else in Uncle Dave's life, he only got it half right. Because the guy he predicted for the Elite, he showed up. But you notice he was right on the Elite one. You know how we know that? Because the Elite probably uh, fucking told him. Told him? Notice, well, then, he, then, notice then when he was, predicts stuff it, for the Elite, then, it comes true. Because they're his then source. Was, then it was, we're not going to get CM Punk uh, because the Bucks were okay with it, but uh, but old fucking Kenny Olivier wasn't. So And it turns uh, out it was the other way around. According to Uncle Dave. Yeah, it turns out Kenny, well, from what I'm hearing, Kenny wanted to work things out, but the Bucks didn't. See, and Kenny was the one Kenny was the one that wasn't okay with him working them, but the Bucks were. Yeah, it turns out it's the polar opposite. Yeah, so, I mean, what do you, look, Uncle Dave is a joke. He really anyway, is. Anyway, back to wrestling. Yes, back to wrestling, if we can find any. Um, there, there isn't any on this show, so we probably shouldn't. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah, ahead. I just wanted to say, the level of stupid I saw in that Jack Perry segment, just, uh, it, it, that pissed me off more than almost anything else I've seen on this fucking show. It was oh, sad. Just, oh, 
road. Just wait. There's something else on here that's going to piss you off even, even worse. Oh, yeah. So then Don Callis says he's going to announce the final member of the Blackpool Combat Club's team, and he's going to go to the ring by himself because he's not scared of Kenny Omega. Now, Which he does. Now, some of you are probably wondering why I just brought that up. Well, I'm going to tell you why, and then we're going to get to the next segment because it's a lot of fun, but I have to address this. As you guys know, we have a poll out on Spotify and the Twitter. I, know, I think the Twitter one's probably expired, but we still anyway, have one. You're making me do something I don't want to do. I have to I have to go ahead and tell everybody, though. I am working next week. No, he's going to fucking be here. I'm going to make sure he's fucking no, here. I'm, not, I'm working, so. Don't you fucking, don't you puss out on me. I'm not pussing. I, I have to work. But don't you, don't you puss out on me, man. Now, anyway, now, anyway, uh, right now with 67% of the vote, unless something changes from now till the 18th of July, which is the last day to vote, is the 18th. We will be here recapping Blood and Guts, and we will suspend the Elite Rule for that week. So because we're suspending the Elite Rule, and they're announcing the fifth member of Blood and Guts, we're acknowledging this for the week, because obviously we gotta talk about who the fifth member of Blood and Guts is, because y'all voted and wanted us to recap Blood and Guts. So I'm gonna say this right, right now I for the record. Here, so it's gonna be you. I won't be here. Oh, your ass gonna be here. Trust me, no, your I ass gonna be here. I gotta work. I gotta work. Gator, if I have to hog tie you and drag you from Virginia to Georgia, I will fucking make sure your ass is here. You gotta find me first, bitch. Bye. Oh, I'll find you. You gotta find me first, bitch. Bye. Oh, I will find you. Now, my point is this. I want this to go on record right now. When we say we give the fans what they want, know that we're not bullshitting. We're not. We are doing this against our fucking will. Understand. We don't want to watch this blood and guts match. We take no pleasure in watching this match, but y'all voted. So we're going to give you what you want for your entertainment because we love our fans and we do things for the fans. Even if it's something we don't like, we're going to sit through this blood and guts match. We're going to watch the elite and the Blackpool Combat Club do battle. And we're pretty sure we're going to see some stupid shit. And, uh, yes. But here's the thing, though. This is what y'all need to understand, though. Just because we are watching this match doesn't mean we're going to give y'all the opinions you may or may not be looking for. If we think this is bullshit, we still going to come on here and say it's bullshit. Now, oh, no, I'm, I'm ripping it apart because I have I have no doubt in my mind that it is going to be bullshit. if by some miracle, by the grace of Leonard Skinner, and this Lenny, match no. ends up being a great one, we'll say that too. That's what we do. If it's great, we'll say it's great. If it's bullshit, it's we'll say it's bullshit. Be, okay, stop. You're, 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 you're over you're overhyping this. It's not going to be good. Hey, hey, don't tell me how to speak to my to my, to my nation. So. Whatever. You can speak to them however you want. I'm just telling you you're overhyping it. No, I'm just saying we, we're going to watch this thing and whatever happens, happens. Just know that. We're watching this for the fans. Point is, we love our fans. We're doing this for you. So, on that note, we move on to MJF and Adam Cole, baby. As they do some more bonding, they go to a bar. Four women walk by, and MJF pitches that that means, hey, two for you, two for me, bro. Let's go party. But Cole turns them down and says, um, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I have a girlfriend. I love Brit. MJF says, hey, much respect. I understand. More for me. So Cole, go, so MJF goes and parties with all four girls, and eventually comes back. So MJF tells him, hey man, where's your shirt? He's, earlier he said he lost it. He said I got a confession to make. I just, I didn't want to wear the shirt. And MJF's a little heartbroken. But he said. 
said, I will wear the shirt, but you got to do one favor for me. And he says, all right, name it. Next thing you know, they cut to a to a hotel room, and they're sitting in front of a TV about to play AEW Fight Forever. And MJF is holding the control, and he's like, I am not about to play this like some Don't virgin so noob. Much shit. So much shit. Hold on, wait a minute, Mr. Boudreaux. Hang on. Fucking die. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kicking Kenny Omega in the face. I'm playing AEW Fight Forever. Oh, yeah. So he says, I am not about to play video games like some virgin noob. And hey, fuck you. That was MJF, not me. I'm saying what MJF said. And I Adam, guarantee you I've had more rats than you have, you dirty motherfucker. And Adam Cole is like, come on, you, man. You, this is this is a bonding time. Let's I, have some fun. He goes, and yeah, this, it is bonding time, you goddamn Jew. So he's playing some fun. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm one of them. I say it anyway. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Easy. Down, Gator. <laughs> hey, I can. Hey, I'm Jewish. I can say whatever I want. Jesus. All right. So MJF okay. playing the game and he says hey it's you know it's fun Please don't hurt our player because we're nice boys and we bruise easily boy are you done yeah go ahead thank you so mjf says it's fun to play you know video games with someone and cole asks him if he's ever played with anyone before and mjf notes that you have to have friends to do that so we kind of having this <laughs> sad moment and mjf and adam cole kind of sit there so cole says you know what hit the pause button they hit the pause button he puts the controller down and cole says you know you know uh max i, I got i got a confession to make he was gonna fuck him he was gonna fuck him they were gonna fuck each other but they decided not to fuck each other so yeah but it was funny because that cole's like i was actually gonna turn on you in this thing and matt's like are you kidding i was gonna do the same thing and we both start laughing he goes you know what i think we're cool let's what, how about you and me win the tag team titles and then they finish playing the game they win the tag titles in the video game and now they're so it looks like mjf and adam cole are actually bonding as a tag team now no they're not bonding they're not bonding they're not even best, they're not even best friends you know why why? They don't hug. Well, maybe they're not quite there yet. Best friends hug. Well, maybe they're not best friends yet. Maybe they're just bros right now, and it'll elevate to that. And then after the segment's over, we cut to the ring where Tony Schiavone says, four minutes of our lives, we can't get back. Motherfucker stole my gimmick. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> He's worse than Zach. Hello, children. I'm Gator Shavani. Ish dang. Uh, no, it's Stang or Stung or whichever. Fuck anyway, you. Don't no, be I'm... correcting my memories. No, but it's Gator Shavani. I'm Gator Shavani. I got enough cum to shampoo a buffalo. The fuck? You never heard that story? No. What the fuck you talking about? Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. Uh, they were going to a show one time on Crockett's plane, and the kids, the kids all. This was like WCW time. The kids all pull up to say bye to their dad and they're all like you gotta remember shivani's got like five kids or four kids and they all pull up and they're all young and arn anderson says something and then he, he finishes up with damn it shivani you got enough coming you to shampoo a buffalo <laughs> jesus Christ. So yeah, there you go. Oh my God. And now we move on to the next match of the evening. We have a semifinal match in the Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament. We've got Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen versus Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. Okay, so I like the dynamic here between uh, Garcia and Guevara. Even though I hate Garcia's fucking little Alex Wright, Das Wonder Kid fucking dance. Yeah. What is? What is that? I don't know. Is he trying to do, is he trying to do the? Salsa? Is that know. what that is? He's pumping know. the air. He first started doing this at Forbidden Door, and I don't know what don't the know, fuck. But he's he 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 has impregnated the air pretty much with the stench of his fucking ridiculous bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, this was. <laughs> 
your typical AEW ta- tag. No, t- I shouldn't even call it a tag match. An AEW 2v2 match. There was no tagging. I mean, the tag is on the hand. And I'd, I've never liked the stupid blind tags where they're tagging on the back and shit. I mean, it makes sense, but I, it's not my thing. I don't like that it's overdone. It's just they do it too much. They really do. They yeah, they, they really do. Yeah. Like, as Gator would say, they prostitute it to the point where it means nothing. Prostitution? Yes. They prostitute it to the point where it means nothing. And that's a problem with modern wrestling in general. They take the tools and overuse them to where they don't evoke any emotion when it matters. And that's the problem. Yes. And then, of course, there's Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. Need I say fucking more? No, it's just it's two fucking jokes. And then we get the, the, the finishes. The finishes, guys damn awful yeah <laughs> like why it's i mean like, i guess it's supposed to set up the nick wayne shit which just wait <laughs> yeah so yeah because prince nana comes out and hands garcia allen skateboard allen tries to stop him when the referee isn't looking swerve strickland runs in and kicks darby guevara hits allen with the go to hell for the win and then sammy and Dar- garcia win then after the match guevara and allen shake hands after the bout because apparently uh i'm assuming sammy g was not aware of the interference he just saw an unconscious darby i don't darby it doesn't make any sense anymore. Well, I think they did that because obviously. Well, they're trying to keep him as a baby face. They're trying, yeah. That's the key thing. They want him to stay a baby face. They want him to be a baby face so they can get over the fact that he's having a child. Well, yeah, and also they've been they've been pushing him heavy as a baby face during we the don't whole. E- we don't even know that that's his child. Uh, Ty Cunty didn't seem like somebody that spreaded the Cunty around the locker room, so I don't think we that's don't know an issue. that. Well, yeah. Well, with the girls, you never know. But as far you as you never know. But you never know. Next, we cut to a video package that highlights uh, Nick Wayne ahead of his in-ring debut. He discusses no. training with his father, Buddy Wayne. He recalls no. finding out his dad passed away. Nick says he kept training, at least partially, to honor his father. He says oh, he's ready for the pressure as he's been preparing for this his whole life. He needs to keep preparing. <laughs> Yes. God. More I hope life. your father. I hope your father's down there in hell, fucking disappointed. Jesus. Okay. Uh, more I, on... say, I hope your father is down there telling Satan, "I'm so mad at my boy right now. He fucked up on national television." Okay, we're gonna get to more of that a little later, but uh, oh, I'm fucking mad. I can tell, but I want to wait till we get to the match. God damn it. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So apparently Nick Wayne is excited for his debut and talks about the training he's done we're and all not. that. And <laughs> then after that, we cut to the backstage area where Adam Cole is approached by Roderick Strong who asks if Cole is starting to like MJF. Cole says MJF isn't half bad. He gets a text from MJF who apparently got a flu ahead of their tournament match. Oh, okay. He's like, I just saw Big Bill backstage. I have the flu. And Adam's like, you are not pussing out on me now. And then he ran, MJF, no! <laughs> yes. Cole even said, like, look, he said, Roddy, when you and I first met, we weren't exactly on the same page and now we're practically brothers. So... Yeah, it, that's the way it happens. Time heals all wounds. I mean, not all of them. There's still people I hate and I want to piss on their grave, but yeah. most time mostly heals most wounds. And these wounds By have the way, healed I'm pretty... I'm fucking Leo, you bitch. <laughs> These these heels have these wounds have healed pretty damn well, or pretty damn fast, I should say. Um, no, they haven't. I'm a Leo asshole. I met Adam Cole and MJF. Hang on, I'm I'm cussing. I'm a I'm a Leo, you bitch. I'm not a fucking vertigo. Motherfucker, not everything is about you. So we move no, on now. No, keep calling me a 
goddamn vertigo. We good now? Mm -hmm. Thank you. So we move on now to the next semifinal match in the Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament. We have MJF and Adam Cole versus Big Bill and Brian Cage with Prince Nana. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering how they were going to do this because we let's be honest, we all know who was going over. Yes, <laughs> because because those two, the other two, uh, Bill and 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 Brian are basically useless, even though they're big guys with decent frames and decent working ability. They're fucking job guys. <laughs> Which is sad in this company that these are job it is, guys. It is, but these are job guys. Yeah, only in a world of wrestling this shitty would you have guys like that be jobbers. Yes, but anyway, they did the best they could with what they had. Very true. And then we had, and then we had the little promo at the end where they they try they start doing shtick. <laughs> yeah. Well, after the match, uh, MJF goes Cole on and gets to do the Adam Cole baby taunt. Uh, MJF highlights a new T-shirt. You can now get it at shopaew.com. Uh, the champion genius. Yes. The champion says they're going to hit the double clothesline. And yeah, had the people had the people chanting for a wrestling move. Yes. MJF uh, tugs Cole's shirt and he gets a little upset because he doesn't like people touching him. And MJF said, "Oh, boundaries. Sorry." Um, Cole says he never expected his team with MJF to work. Cole expresses his confidence they will win the tournament, and from there, the titles. He says they will win the titles if they stay on the same page. The same Adam page? No. Oh. But basically, if they continue to be a team, they'll win the tag team titles. And uh, obviously, I, I enjoyed the match. I love the fact that MJF. And, and it is, this is the this is the genius of MJF. Not only did he get people to chant for a double clothesline, he got people to pop for a scoop slam. Yes. He, yes. He, Wasn't that great? Yes. He was struggling to lift up Big it, Bill. And he did it the right way, Nick Wayne. Yeah. He picked it up. He, and when he finally picked him up and slammed him, the crowd went crazy. You would have thought Hogan slammed Andre. The crowd went. Yeah. Nuts. It was perfect. It was perfect yes and so and, and of course adam cole coming in doing the push-ups and everything they i thought counted. was great the children counted yes like they this this was like they, there was some funny moments in the match but it was done the right way to where nobody was yeah. being stupid there was a little bit of silliness nobody but it worked prostituted my business. They, nobody didn't prostituted my business. they didn't nobody in this nobody in this ring did that and in the end, uh, I'm going to make a bold statement. I'd love to see them win the belts. Oh, God. I would love to see MJF and Adam Cole as the tag team champions. I, d I doubt that's going to happen, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be great. Cause... We'll see. We'll... Somebody's, okay, somebody's turning on somebody at this, at this, at the at collision. You realize that, right? Um, or whenever this fucking final is. I don't know when the final well, is. Well, the final match is at collision. So you're, well, here's the thing, though. They're facing Daniel Garcia and Sammy G. That's why, that's why I'm saying somebody's turning on somebody either team somebody's turning on somebody either Garcia's turning on uh Guevara or MJF is turning on Adam Cole well here's my question though why w why, why wouldn't they just wait till the tag title match why not let them have the belts because I'll tell you right now if MJF and Adam Cole are not facing FTR on July 29th no one's gonna give a shit about no one gives a shit no, about Garcia no, but, and Guevara no but I think what's gonna happen is is you're gonna have those two those two win and then you're gonna have Guevara if you're gonna have Guevara and some fuckery with Guevara and Garcia, whether yeah. it be during the match or after the match, Garcia's gonna fucking hit. Garcia's gonna do something to um fuck to Guevara. There's too many fucking G's. Garcia's gonna do something to Guevara, and then Chris Jericho's gonna come out and go, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And then that's gonna be the implosion of the fucking Jericho Association of idiots or whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying. 
that's the way with Tony's booking, I'm seeing it, but no telling. Well, yeah. I don't, ne- I don't know. I can say, I, I get to say I told you so a lot. So, yeah. Like I said, I, I would love, I'm just saying, me personally, I would love to see MJF and Adam Cole win the belts. They probably, I don't know if they'll win the belts, but, but I'm thinking they'll be the ones that go to FTR. So. They are going to be the ones that go to FTR because right now, that's the team that's going to draw the viewers in. Then again, they don't really, then again, this, you got to keep in mind, this is a company that doesn't want to make money. So anything can happen. Um, well, that's true. That's true. So, that's true. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, but I'm just, I, I would love to see it. Next, we cut to the backstage area where Jake Hager asked Chris Jericho if he was actually considering Don Callis' offer. He says he he's not sure as they have history. Hager reminds him of their history and says he deserves to know, but until he can make up his mind, he can't give 100% and gave Jericho his hat. He loves that hat. I just, I'm just glad to see him get rid of that fucking hat. Me too. <laughs> I hate that fucking hat so much. Maybe we won't see Hager for a while. Or if we do, he'll actually actually become a badass and start winning matches instead of caring about like that fucking hat. should have been to begin with. He should have been to begin with. Exactly. Jesus, Jiminy Cricket Christ. He had a potential to be a top player. He did. But they have shit upon him. Like they do they everybody have, else that actually, has potential. They have actually shit in his mouth. Yes. But what do I know? And on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening. We have a semi-final match in the women's version of the Owen Hart tournament. We have Ruby Soho with, with the Outcasts versus Sky Blue. I like Sky Blue. She's she's getting better. She's getting a lot better every time I see her getting a ring. She is she is leaps and bounds ahead of Willow Nightingale. Ain't that the fucking truth? This wasn't bad. I liked it. They gave her a little hope spot. You know, she sold the knee. Did you see her sell the knee? Yeah. Wasn't it good? She did. It was a great sell. I'm 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 praising women's wrestling. Yes, it's not every day this happens. I didn't completely hate this. I didn't either. I mean, now I. I did hate it when Tony Storm got kicked out, but that's just because I like looking at Tony Storm's ass. But. Don't we all? <laughs> yes. Even yeah. the lesbians love that. Yeah. And oh god. Well, that and Soraya. I mean, page porn is still the thing, but whatever. And of course, Ruby Soho hits the no future for the win. Uh, gets to advance, which she should, because she's she's the one person that deserves to win. I like that they didn't beat down. I, I like they didn't overdo the beat down. Yeah. They didn't beat down at the end. They didn't beat down. Um, Sky Blue. They didn't need to. Yeah. So that was good. But Sky Blue, Sky Blue's getting there. I mean, she's got potential. She has got potential. Little girl could be a player in, in the next, or at least in the TV, uh, the, fuck, the TBS division in the next year. Yeah. There's definitely something think, there. Yeah. There's something there. She's got potential. Yeah. She's, got very, she's got potential. Yeah. And then we cut to the backstage area where the QTV crew play a music video in which Harley Cameron rapped about the acclaim. Mr. Bugirelli. Yes. What did you think? Honestly, that was some of the best rapping I've ever seen. This puts Max Caster to shame. I'm not shame. saying something because Max, Max, I like Max Caster's rapping. Yeah, but this was fucking, because I, 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 I walked into this segment expecting it to suck. I expected this didn't. to be horrible, and it wasn't. I mean, And the visuals were nice. The visuals were nice. We got to see some pussy and some ass. Yes, and it was done tastefully. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like hood rat twerking. This was like legit cool shit. Hey, 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 no hood rats. Exactly. <laughs> so it was phenomenal. Like, I I was blown away at how amazing this segment was. This is the best QTV segment in the history of AEW. Hands Fuck down. QTV. This is her segment. She did. She did that shit. She, oh, yeah. You don't, you don't run with scissors. <laughs> 
fucking great. What was the other line? What was the other line? It was hard because I couldn't catch all of them. I don't know. Should, uh, should we... don't, run, don't run with scissors. Should we play it for the children? Do you have it? Yeah, we have it. Yay! Yo, listen. This one goes out to be a claim. Let's kick it up quick. Your watch are lame. Could've make it in the music business. Much your only claim to fame. Oh goodness, ride a shaka. Didn't know my rhymes would rock ya. QTV in the building. Solos bringing the banaka. Now let me put on my glasses. Give you some rapping classes. Glasses, asses, daddy's lazy. Looking like a sack of gravy. Hang up the trucks, my friend. Your glory days are in the 80s. Coming in hot to kill on fire. Johnny TV leaves no survivors. QT Marshall gonna take you all out with a dirty driver. Fill him with the venom, fill him with the venom and eliminate him. Otherwise, admit him, made him. I don't want to hurt him, but I didn't admit it. Rage of murder, and anybody will admit him. Hell yeah, I'm that good, baby. Yeah, I just quoted Shady. Took you to school, that's right. Three guys just flexed on by a lady. You zero, Holly one. Y'all know I've just begun. Don't run with scissors now. Sit down, y'all just became my son. Don DeMarco, bang, bang. It's like that, like that. Like, she's basically saying, this mic's your only claim to fame because you couldn't make it in music. That was fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the whole thing about, like, you know, dad, daddy daddy looks like like a bag of gravy and, you know, basically saying that his prime was over in the 80s. <laughs> like, she fucking destroyed that, the, the acclaimed yeah. and Billy Gunn in a rap. Like, fuck! And on that note, uh, we are going to move on here. Ladies and gentlemen, to quote it's one of time. my... Ladies and gentlemen, to quote one of my favorite backstage interviewers ever, pull up your socks and get ready. This is fitting to be... You guys have seen me rant a lot. Today, I'm, I'm now turning it over to somebody else because the next match of the evening, oh dear God, help us all, Nick Wayne goes one-on-one -on -one against Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana. This little motherfucker was not ready. I don't give a damn. Who thought he was ready? Darby Allen, you should be shot in the fucking face for that shit. Oh, he's ready. He's so great. He's so wonderful. Oh, my God. Oh. The kid was nervous. You could tell. He was nervous. He was put in a big position. But what the fuck? It was like watching a squirrel run across a hot grill. It was like watching a kid, with, a retard kid, try to figure out how to use a fork. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I didn't I say he wasn't ready, Vinny? Didn't I say he wasn't ready? Um, well, you know. I said, I said, let's see what happens. I don't know about this kid, but but he doesn't look like he's going to mount to much. Didn't I say that to begin with? Uh, I think so, yeah. Well, wouldn't you know who won the pony? Yes. <laughs> Jesus fucking crap. Read the messages I sent you. Oh, uh, the messages. Um, Now, do, do, I, do I just read them? Do I do them in your voice? You do what you want to do. This is the anger. Uh, this kid ain't ready. Uh, the apron hurricanrana. That was debauch. He's over-rotating yes, so on there, these stop ranas. There, stop, there, yes. stop there, stop there. So he over-rotated. So Nick gets up there to do this this apron hurricane rana. He over-rotates. And if Swerve hadn't if Swerve hadn't figured a way to to complete the rotation mid-air, Nick would have killed it. If he hadn't already killed his damn self from almost landing on his fucking neck. Vinny didn't see this. No, I I, I literally turned away for a second and I missed it. Because I'm screaming at this point. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't hear me enjoy. Yeah, he was like, I'm screaming at his point and his mother's watching this entire embarrassment with with this fucking face of, oh my God, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Your dad would be so proud. No, your father's fucking ashamed, you little fucking cum stain. Bryce, you should have been aborted, you fucking useless prick. <laughs> oh my God. 
Yeah, this match was I, rough. I, I realized something. I realized something. What did he say in the promo? He'd been waiting his whole life for this. Since he first got in a ring at six months old. In the ring at six months old. Keep training, dipshit. Yeah, I Keep saw... Keep training. Yeah, I saw footage that they did last week when they talked about it, and I had a feeling this wasn't going to go well. He had. Well, I knew something was... I knew it wasn't going to be right when he was doing the Wayne... Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Where was he doing that? The Wayne's World is that fucking cutter that he he does yeah where he, where he's the springboard cutter which which is the most god awful fake fuck and i'm sorry i just said the f word fake fucking finish i've ever seen in my entire life because a man has to literally be standing still for it to work yes no no how about we go back to the drawing board or back to college college is always a good thing let's go to college and maybe get a degree or or suicide that works too whoa 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 no fuck off Vinny. i'm I'm venting. Hey. I'm just saying, you should kill yourself for that. God damn. <laughs> Go home and get a rusty fishing knife. Following views that are being expressed belong 100% to Gator Ricky Ross. They do not reflect the views of the Boochcast or its affiliates. I'm following in my father's legacy. You shit upon your father's legacy. He could at least fucking wrestle. He was built like a wrestler. You're built like a piece of fucking paper. Okay, on that one, he's not wrong. He's not built like a wrestler. No, I, when I was looking, I'm like, this little fucking twig. And then he does another Hurricane Rana in the ring. All these Hurricane Ranas. Every time he does one, I'm so scared he's gonna fucking kill somebody. Yeah, and the one he did in his the ring punches, was like a reverse Hurricane Rana. It Right. His punches weren't crisp. And I get it. He's 18. I get it. He's still learning, okay? But don't bring this kid into something like this and tell me he's a fucking prodigy when there's a real prodigy on the show named MJF. Yeah. And this is what I get is some fucking trampoline bullshit kid trained by Darby Allen, who's a fucking emo dude who's probably a fucking cutting board. Not surprised if he was. If he was in there with somebody that knew what they were doing first off, because Swerve doesn't know what he's doing to begin with. He's a fucking trampoline cowboy, too. Yes. But if he was in there with somebody that could say, hey, kids, slow down. I'm going to walk you through this. It's going to be okay. He'd be all right. His grand, his grandfather, Moon Moondog Malloy, grandfather, he's one of the Moondogs. I can't remember which one. But his grandfather is up there in heaven right now. Disappointed. This kid was so bad. I'm sorry. He, he deserves a hot curling iron in the booty hole. <laughs> oh my god the sad part is is he wasn't ready for big time they put so much time and energy and money into this kid they have to get some sort of something out of him yeah it's hard to watch this because i've got students that are like this and this kid could be fixed if somebody said hey just take your time and maximize your minutes you know what i'm saying yeah maximize your minute dusty Rhodes told his son that it's the best piece of advice that cody ever received from his father i saw it in an interview and i've and i and i tell the children this all the time maximize your minutes take the opportunity you're given so many minutes maximize your minutes maximize your seconds maximize the time you're out there show the people why they should care about you and and he did do that to an extent but the aew faithful are just gonna they're gonna fucking cheer about anything anyway this is awesome this is awesome no this is a fucking travesty yeah i feel bad for his mother because she had to watch that yeah oh my son's a fuck up and i and i think the only reason she's cheering is because she's she knows there's a camera on her well and there's she, well yeah but most i mean the mom of the kid with tourette's is still cheering when when he's trying to say the pledge of allegiance over the loudspeaker at the ball game yeah that's true i mean i wasn't defending i'm not defending nick in any way i'm just saying i'm not defending anybody i'm just i'm just telling you that, that she's she's trying to defend her son and cheer for her son because he's finally got his dream 
But it's like uh, it's like watching a kid with cerebral palsy use a fork. Yeah, pretty much. You're still gonna cheer for him because you're glad he's using the pokey thing. Oh, the pokey thing! I used the pokey thing on my chicken fingers. How many fingers does a chicken have? <laughs> And on that note, we move on now to the closing segment of AEW. We got... Yeah, okay, yes. Uh, Pack is now with the fucking uh, BBC. Blackpool Combat Club. And, and some fucking Japanese guy who we don't care about is with the fucking Campbelline Cowboys. Kota, there you go. Hey, good night. Yes, Kota Ibushi is going to be the fifth member for the Elite. Wasn't he in the, wasn't he in the fucking, fucking Cruiserweight title tournament a few years back? I believe so, him? yes. Him and Cedric Alexander had a had a barn burner. Yes, uh, he was in the Cruiserweight Classic tournament. Uh, he beat Sean Molita in the first round, or Maluda, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, he then it beat... doesn't matter. I mean, they're gonna end up like Nick Wayne anyway. Fucking irrelevant. And then Buddy, and then he, and then he fought Buddy Murphy at NXT, and then he, then he, yeah, he had Cedric Alexander in the second round match, and then he defeated Brian Kendrick to advance in the semifinals, and then. And then he um, lost to TJ Perkins. So and the, yeah, yeah. And then he did a bunch of other shit. I think he had. A, I think he teamed up with Hideo Itami in the Dusty Tag Team Classic. And when he was injured, they put him with TJ Perkins, and they lost to Sanity when they were eliminated. But first, they beat Lince Dorado and Mustafa Ali. So yeah, he did have a run in WWE. Then eventually, he went back to New Japan, where he's been ever since. And now, and is now going to be making an appearance in AEW, which makes all the AEW neckbeards jizz in their pants at the sight of this and normally this is something we wouldn't be caught dead watching but because of all you wonderful fans and voters out there um, as of right now we'll be watching this next week but hopefully between now and Tuesday some fans who actually love us will save us and free us from this hell I'm not saying anything at this point because I'm still on the Nick the Nick I got you. I'm just saying, anybody out there that would like to vote, please vote now and free us from this hell. Actually, Mr. Bucciarelli. Okay, you really didn't even get to say how you felt. So, how did you feel? How did I feel? It was okay. spot best from hell. That's how I felt. Oh, God. I knew right away. I knew from last week when I saw footage, this did not look like it was going to be good. And it wasn't good. Now, I don't necessarily hate it at the level that Gator did. Well, Gator, Gator's a teacher, so Gator's feeling a yes, different type exactly. of way. Exactly. You're going to have a different look on it than I do. I'm just saying, this was not a kid that needed to be on TV. And I could tell from what I saw, the kid is reckless. Yeah. I don't think he's safe at all. No. And I don't give a fuck about his legacy. I don't give a fuck how Darby Allen feels about him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry he lost his dad. It's a sad moment for anybody. Well, that that's what I feel like. I feel like this is negative one in the future. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like this is what they're going to end up doing with fucking Brody Lee Jr. Dear God, and Because he's still walking out to that fucking ring sometimes. I'm like, get in the fuck. Stop exploiting the kid already. At this point, yeah, it I is... I feel like when this kid turns 18, he's already got a fucking contract already. I think they've already said it. Oh, yeah. he's He has an open invitation to come to AEW when he's 18. But... And the worst part is they probably won't even train him. It, that, that, yeah. 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 So I'm just saying, if you want to see... If you want to see what how bad this could really get... 
let's let's look at this now and understand this is Nick Wayne. This is the one kid that lost his dad. Now, what happens when it's somebody with a higher profile like Brody Lee Jr.? Yeah. Oh, dear God. And what if he's not ready? But then, but then God forbid you say he's not ready and they see you as shitting upon his father and they use that as a guilt trip because people still do that whenever you try to question the fact they're exploiting this kid. They bring up the fact that Brody Lee's dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's been dead for a while. After a certain point, it stops being about honoring the father. It stops being about helping the kid grieve and now you're just exploiting a goddamn kid. Yeah. It gets to a certain fucking point where it becomes goddamn ridiculous. Like, okay, you had him out you there for the Brody Lee Memorial Show. Not a person in the room had a problem with that. Okay, you gave him a TNT title belt to commemorate the fact that his dad was a great TNT champion. Nobody had a problem with that. We're gonna make him an honorary member of the Dark Order. No one had a problem with that either. We were cool with all that. Why? Because mm-hmm. it was a memorial show for the kid's dad, and you were doing something nice for the kid because he's dealing with the fact that his father recently, and circle, underscore, highlight the word, recently passed. It ain't recent no more. The body is cold. The body is fucking frozen, ladies and gentlemen. The body is so frozen, the spirit is singing, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Kick this kid out of my show. Let him go. Let him go. The show never bothered me anyway. Uh, so, ah, uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, that will wrap up this recap of AEW. Gator, thank you for, you know, taking time out of your busy schedule. It actually is busy to show up, and, uh, looks like I'll see you next week for Blood and Guts. No, you won't. I'm working. You will fucking show up. Don't you, don't you abandon me, you fuck. You better show up. I will not be here. Yes, he will. I ain't watching that shit. Yes, you are. I, I invoke, I, I invoke the forbidden door rule. There is no forbidden door rule yes it is you you weren't even supposed to miss forbidden door that was a dick move on your part no i was working that is a goddamn lie i was i, I was with on my... a sunday your school's not open on a sunday no i was with my mother remember no you didn't bring that up this is the first oh. time hearing of this oh um well no you knew about it because we talked about it no i, I, I if we did then i don't remember because i would have remembered if you were doing something with your mom oh wait was this uh, was this wait was this the thing that we're not gonna mention yes 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 yes, yes, yes. Oh, Oh, shit, yeah, I yeah. forgot. Sorry. Yes, he did mention that. He did mention that. My, my bad. My bad. My bad. He yeah. Did. He did. Yeah. He was. Okay. Yeah. So. We're good. We're good. I get, I get, I get okay with that. Yeah. So make sure you but guys. I'm just saying. I invoke that rule. There is no rule. You are showing up next week. The fuck I am. Yes, the fuck you are. The fuck I ain't. You are showing up. We are doing blood and guts. The only thing that's getting you out of it is if, is if the votes change from, at, from now till the 18th. Other than that, yo ass is showing the fuck up. Mr. Bujarelli, I'm dying. (laughs) You will be dying if you don't fucking show up. I'm fine with that. Then I don't have to recap the shit. You will be here next week. All right. No, I won't. Yes, you will. Mr. Bujarelli, I've I've gone incognito. Fuck incognito. Sorry, no, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I put blackface on, so I'm going incognito. Okay, that's really funny, but no, you're fucking coming in. (laughs) Okay. If I got to recap this, you're in the foxhole with me. Now. No, no, no. I, I, I have put the paint on. Paint or no paint, your ass is showing up. Mm-mm-mm. I've got incognito. No, I don't care. 
You will bring your incognito ass to this show next week, and we are recapping Blood and Guts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, what happens if I go on vacation? I will pry your ass from wherever you're vacationing, and you're doing this fucking show. There is no vacation. No, 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 no. There is vacation. I can, I can fix this. I'm in Alabama, and I grew up. No, you're showing up. No, it's fine. I'm just trying to go on vacation. Uh, fuck the Jews. No, no, you're coming. No, stop. You're showing up. There is no vacation. Fuck you. I'm going on vacation. You are not going on vacation. You've had enough uh, days off already. All the trans people can kiss my ass. <laughs> and you thought that was going to get you a vacation? Wow. I can't say that. I don't give I thought, a fuck. I thought, I thought if we made fun of the trans people, we go on vacation. Since when? No, we don't. Oh. I don't give a the shit. Jewish, the Jewish, the Holocaust never no, existed. That, 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 that. <laughs> Can I go on vacation now? No. <laughs> and uh, make sure you guys uh, follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there. Or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting God, sites. I'm going also, on vacation. No, you're not. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Make sure you check out the male soap opera moment. Here are predictions for Money in the Bank. Find out who was right and who was wrong. Be on the lookout for our recap of Money in the Bank coming soon to the Facebook page. Also, yes, yes. we should all take a shower. That, yeah, because we smell really bad. Now make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at the Boochcast. Get latest tweets, photos, and videos. Visit our YouTube channel. Check out all of our YouTube content and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted. Uh, uh, we have our episodes of Dark Side of the 90s. I've all dropped. Make sure you check them out. Also, tomorrow, uh, we have a special video dropping, our Complain Time return with myself, Zach Scott, and Jerry Truman, where we dealt with a broken coffee machine. Make sure you check that out on the YouTube channel. Dropping uh, later on today at the time you're listening to this. Uh, it'll be Can on I, 2 p.m. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Question. How do I get canceled? You can't. So, we now. So, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel right now. Check it out. Subscribe. And enjoy. And and make sure you follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, August the 5th for WWE SummerSlam. So make sure you join us for the biggest party of the summer. And of course, we Please have Gator. Yes, and we have our live... <laughs> We have our live D&D show coming soon, our Boochcast Bookie Battle, another special project in the works. Yes, the project is I want to be canceled. Where are the Karens? Not happening. Now, call the Karens. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can also support the Boochcast. I'm, I'm trying to get canceled so I don't have to be here. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what the hey, sad part is, ladies and gentlemen? We're not even high. This is just us. No, this is me just trying to get out of having to recap this shit. Eddie, you're all right. doesn't matter. You're showing up now. Because, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, you can also support the Boochcast. Go to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the Boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels we can donate at. Pick the one that works the best within your budget. We have our first level, which is $0.99, cents, $1 per month. We have our second level, which is $4.99, $5 per month. Same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of 
guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock. So don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And you get the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. $10 per month. Same amount of money we used to pay for a WB Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since they sold the Peacock, you got to put that $9.99. Today, $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content in the network. And unlike Endeavor, we actually care about our fans. are dedicated to giving the people wow. what they want. As you can clearly see from the fact that we'll be here next week. You nope, I'm pay with a credit canceled. card or with GPay. Yes, you will. And the best I'm part is canceled. all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment. We used to bring in bigger name guests, pay the bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and believes it'll be paid for their hard work, podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the Boochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the rest to feed Zachariah Scott his ramen noodles and try to get him laid. Until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. I'm talk- trying to get canceled. We'll, try- we'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, Please cancel me. pizza, baby. No, cancel Gator. Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. A la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again. <laughs>